Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. You're starting the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watch we're so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled band 
Country 1079. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. Dirk Bentley with the national anthem this morning. That dude has been everywhere as of late. I know. Uh, he dropped a new album on Friday, so he was on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Good morning, America. He was everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere. But uh, it's a decent album. So if you haven't listened to it, you can go check that out. Uh, here we are, brand new month. And we're going to be ushering in this brand new month with a storm rolling in today. we got winds kicking up later on this afternoon. High is only up to 63. Now, rain this evening and into the overnight hours. Now, we're going to be dropping in the 30s overnight. Ah. So there could be a little bit of snow in uh, some of the outskirt uh, cities here in the valley uh, overnight tonight. Uh, maybe a little rain-snow mix here uh, in Phoenix. We'll see. I don't like that at all. Oh, but on a more positive note, back to the sunshine tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to highs only into the mid-50s, but we're looking at highs in the low 70s as we head into the weekend. Oh, great. So that's good. All right, let's turn this puppy around. We should be uh, kind of in the 70s, maybe approaching 80 by this time of the year. Lo- yeah. Right, we should be. But off to a cold start. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah, you tend to say that every time I bring up a little bit of snow or uh, cold weather, Cheyenne, which that, that's typically my stance. I hate it. I mean, I, I like it. I'm just over it. Like, I just want warm weather. I'm pasty white. So I want like, tan. You like it, but you're just over. Yeah. You've had enough of it. Exactly. Like, I okay. grew up in cold weather. No, I, yeah, I understand that. So but I'm I mean, over it at this point. I, I, If we could do blue skies and sunshine at about 80 every single day, that'd be amazing. I, I would be a happy camper. There's nobody, ain't nobody going to bring me down. <laughs> you know, it, it's going to be one of those situations, yeah. you know, but I, I know that's just not how uh, the cookie crumbles. But, uh, it's we'll not how nature it. works. That's right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's your morning riddle on this hump day. Uh, what is three-seventh chicken, two-thirds cat, and two-fourths goat? Maybe one that you want to write down. Yes. Okay. What is three-sevenths chicken, two-thirds cat, and two-fourths goat? I will be extremely impressed if anybody gets this. I will. Oh, goodness. But again, like I said, you, I think you got to kind of write it down. Okay. Look at it. Uh, what is three-sevenths chicken, two-thirds cat, and two-fourths goat. I really want to ask you to say it one more time just so I can hear you get the th- out through your braces and the gaps. I got a gap in my teeth. <laughs> I got like a Michael Strahan thing going on yeah. right here because uh, it's like pulling my teeth out. Yeah. And, uh, I got a little bit of a gap. So what is three-sevenths chicken, two-thirds cat, two-fourths goat? <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Like a child learning to talk it is, again. It is. Uh, if you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. We'll get you the correct answer in six minutes here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. I don't think I've ever seen Cheyenne so proud of herself before <laughs> my life. You took some time, you wrote out the riddle, you figured out the answer, and boy, you are proud of yourself. I am super proud. All right, what is three-seventh chicken, two-thirds cat, and two-fourths goat? That is your morning riddle today. What is three-sevenths chicken? What is three-sevenths chicken, two-thirds cat, and two-fourths goat? Now, her guess is it the correct guess. We will find out. Uh, Some of the guesses coming in by text at 22108. Text with the 623, a hot dog. That is incorrect. Text with the 602. 
uh, a turducken or turducken. <laughs> That's funny. That is incorrect. <laughs> Text of the 928, completely random, but I eat crayons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's funny. Yeah, right? Uh, text of the 480, one screwed up animal. No. Text of the 480, a scapegoat. No. Text from the 480, baloney. No. Gross. Uh, text of the 602, fast food. No. Although some of you probably aren't wrong. Text of the 208, a weird Greek mytholo- mythology creature. No. Uh, text the 406, wow, Gunner, just dirty on a Wednesday morning. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> text the 602, Chinese food, no. <laughs> text the 602, Filibertos, no. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> text the 480, fractions, no. All right, Cheyenne, what is three-sevenths chicken, two-thirds cat, and two-fourths goat? Uh, what is... Chicago, better yet known as Chicago. Okay, Chicago. Chicago. This is funny because when I was doing this, I was like, I did did it right, and I was like, Chicago. That's not even a word. And then right before I called, I went, Oh, that's Chicago. Chicago. You big dummy. Three sevenths chicken. So chicken's got seven words in it. So the first three uh, letters from the word chicken. Two thirds cat. Cat's got three letters. The first two letters of the word cat, and two fourths goat. Goat's got four letters. The first two uh, letters of the word goat. Which make it Chicago. There you go. We do the morning riddle every week to morning at 6 here on Camel Country. The big decision is on the way next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Camel Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Well, and sometimes we are extremely qualified to answer a question that has come in for this particular segment. So if you have a big decision and you want some advice, maybe you're thinking about quitting your job, thinking about, uh, I don't know, dumping your boyfriend, your girlfriend, investing in something with a bunch of buddies, uh, whatever the decision you are facing today, tell us about it. And then we'll give you our two cents. You can text us at 22108. Text to the 480 Cheyenne. Okay. Uh, I think this one uh, you are very well qualified in as you uh, have lived this over the last year. Okay. Uh, text to the 480. If I should keep chasing this girl, she's the first girl I actually care about, but she's not ready for a relationship. Ah. But she said she really likes me too. Okay. So should he keep chasing this girl? I, okay, first, I think I don't think that you should refer to it as chasing her. I think maybe you should look at it more as courting her because you know she's not ready and that's fine. She can have feelings for you. You can have feelings for her. That's great. But build what you have. Like, build on it. You well, you, you want to marry your best friend. So yeah. you, you just continue to, to try and just be friends without taking it to the next level. Exactly. Wait okay. until she's ready and respect that. No, I said you live this. Mm-hmm. So this, when I met my boyfriend, Brandon, Brandon was not ready for a relationship at all. And I knew that we were, we had open, honest communication about it. And I respected that, but I knew that I wanted to be with him. And I knew that if I waited it out and just like gave him the time, eventually he would come around. And he did. And he did. All right. So there you go. 
So, so take, yes. You could take Cheyenne's advice there, and uh, maybe it will work out down the road. Hopefully we'll it does. Good luck to you. Yeah. Text at the 602. There's a guy at work that I really like, and we are very comfortable with each other and have an amazing friendship. I'm not sure if I should be honest about my feelings and tell him or not. Will it ruin our friendship? I know not to poo where you live, but <laughs> can't stop thinking about it. What's your opinion on this? I'm curious. I don't know. I'm with the uh, don't poo where you live. Yeah. You know, because if things go wrong, uh, you know, you're going to be miserable at work and you may have to go find a new job. Yeah. You know, I've been binge watching Below Deck. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm really into the show. That's because it's dramatic. It, well, yeah. But I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, you know, they have like this whole crew on there. There's like a crew of 11 or 12. Uh-huh. And some of the stews and some of the other uh, deck hands end up hooking up, uh-huh. right? And then if it does go awry, you're in tight quarters with that person. That'd be awful. You know, so I would say sway away from a work relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Don't poo where you live. Don't yeah. poo where you work. But maybe we're off base here, you know? Uh, Camel Nation, has a work relationship worked out for you? Do you uh, endorse it? Do you say, don't do it. I've done it. Stay away. It blew up in my face. Yeah, I totally <laughs> was swimming in the poo of where I worked, you know? I mean, oh, I mean, we're just looking for advice here. We're looking yeah. to help somebody out, right? So this is the big decision. If you have some advice for this particular texter, you can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Decision this morning. Uh, somebody with a uh, area code of 602. Uh, texted in. There's a guy at work I really like, and we are very comfortable with each other and have an amazing friendship. I'm not sure if I should be honest about my feelings and tell him or not. Will it ruin our friendship? I know not to poo where you live, but I can't stop thinking about it. I think what they meant, some some of the texters are pointing out, uh, you definitely poo where you live. You just don't poo where you work. Where you eat. Yeah. You don't poo where you eat. That, yeah, that, yeah. Work puts food on the table. Yeah, there you go. That that, that, that pays the bills. Exactly. Right? So, uh, what should this person do? Do you get into a relationship at work, or uh, do you just uh, avoid it at all costs because you don't want to be swimming through that poo, you know, when <laughs> while you're at work? Yeah, no, I totally know? get that. Um, I say don't do it. You know, I've never had a relationship with anybody at work. Uh-huh. You know, so I mean, I'm not speaking from personal experience. I'm speaking based on my binge watching of. Uh, below deck, <laughs> and it never works out well. Yeah, if they hook up, they start dating. Right, things go awry. Things uh, things don't work out. It is uncomfortable. Yeah, they're in close quarters on a big old super yacht, but it it never ends well. No, you know yeah. somebody's got to leave the boat. Somebody's got to. You don't want to leave work, if you, especially if you love where you work. Yeah, that would make it hard. I do agree with you, but I agree with you because I think that we get. The waters get muddy when we always when we think that somebody being friendly and having a friendship with us means that they're romantically and like interested. Oh. Just because somebody is being nice to you and cordial with you doesn't mean they want to have a relationship. That they're flirting with you. With yeah. you. yeah, like and unless you have concrete evidence, <laughs> just because they're nice doesn't mean they want to get with you. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't mean they're flirting with you. It doesn't mean they like you. So unless you have concrete proof, even if you did have concrete proof, I say don't do it. I say don't do it. But there are people that have. Text with the 605. I endorse this. I've been married uh, for her, uh, married to her for 11 years. Okay. Uh, text from the 602. I used to work at Best Buy, and a co-worker and I drunkenly kissed at New Year's, at the uh, New Year's Eve party in front of other co-workers, and we've been together for over a year now. 
But again, it says I used to work at Best Buy. So I mean, you may not still work there. <laughs> also, I think when it comes to like working in a big box store like that, like that square footage is huge. But you're still sharing a break room. You're still like. That's, I mean, that's true. And even if you, you did have a little fling and then you break it off, then you're watching her flirt with other dudes. Ew. You know? That's just how uncomfortable. Yeah, there's just so much that could go wrong there. Yeah. Why muddy those waters? Uh, text the 605. Go for it. But remember, we are adults. If it doesn't work out, don't be a child and find a new job. Oh, yeah. Oh, but still, man. Like, do you want to risk it? Like, I personally don't like to swim in water I can't see the bottom of. You make that water mucky, I'm not going in it. Mucky. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Text with the 623. I was in the same situation where I fell for my best friend at work, and we've been happy together for a few years now. Uh, sometimes the risk is worth it. I mean, you, 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 can't, you can't argue that. There is all sorts of stories of uh, where it has worked out. Uh, let's get to some of these where it hasn't. Text with the 480. I... Uh, don't do it. Don't get involved with somebody at work. It's going to ruin everything. I had a two-year affair with someone at work. I fell in love. Uh, we tore each other's lives apart. I ended up leaving my favorite job. It was painful and not worth it. Two managers weren't allowed to date. Work went crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Didn't work out there. Oh, that's rough. Uh, Dicks of the 480. Met my wife at my job, but sure was difficult with other women around. Oh, I bet. I bet. Because then she's got to see them being nice to you. And again... Just because they're nice doesn't mean they're flirting, but it could look like it. Uh, let's see. Texas 63, I say go for it. I met my now fiance at my old job. We worked there together for almost two years. We became such good friends. We both caught feelings. But again, I old think... Old job. Old job. They're not yeah. still on the job together. <laughs> I, I think at this point, like, it's pretty torn. You're just going to, like, you're going to have to figure out what, what what's worth it to you. Text of the 406, don't do it. Uh, I went out a few times with my coworker and wasn't feeling it and ended it. He then harassed and tried to humiliate me in any way possible Ew. Uh, with the company. That's the just company. disgusting. Yeah, that that's where, if you're going to do it, become adults about yes. it. Yes. You know? Um, but I, I say err on the side of caution. You know, don't poo uh, where you eat, yeah. you know, as you said. There's plenty of single people out yeah. there. If you have an opinion on this, we'd love to see it. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, the big decision today, we'll put a bow on it here. I want to get to a few more of these text messages uh, in regards to this uh, individual who texted in uh, with a decision that she is facing. She says, there's a guy at work that I really like, and we are very comfortable with each other and have an amazing friendship. I'm not sure if I should be honest about my feelings and tell him or not. Will it ruin our friendship? I know not to poo where you eat, but I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, I say stay away from it, you know? Um, I, I, I'm i going to get some more of these texts coming up, but I mean, there was an example right here in this building, right? On this mm-hmm. here station, yep. on this here day part <laughs> years ago. Point, at some point. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to enlist everything but a name. <laughs> But they were in close quarters, yeah. right? Yeah. And they ended up having a little thing, and they couldn't make it work. Nope. And I've seen that happen before up in uh, Seattle. I worked in radio up in Seattle. There was a show back then called Jackie and Bender, and they were a married couple on the radio. Granted, against close quarters, mm-hmm. but uh, when they ended up getting divorced, they couldn't work together anymore. They could not make it work. They tried to fake it yeah. for so long, but they couldn't make it work. She bolted to go do something else. He stayed in radio. They ended up, uh, that show went away. You know, and he's done uh, a couple other morning shows since 
his heyday. Right. You know, back in his prime when it was Jackie and Bender. But, um, you know, they, they, they pooed where they eat. And it, it didn't up. work out. It, it blew, blew up. up in their faces. You know, so just a couple of examples. Now, granted, you know, they're in, in radio, you're in a close quarter. Mm-hmm. Right? You're working uh, all throughout the day uh, on uh, preparation for the next show. You're, you got to constantly be in contact. Yeah. You know, so I guess that's a little bit different in regards to radio and, and maybe working at Best Buy or somewhere else where you're just kind of, you know, running crossing in. Crossing paths. Yeah, crossing yeah. paths. Yeah. You know, bumping each other at the other Coke machine in the break room. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I, and, you know, I just, I just am a firm believer that people can, A, people can just be friends. That's possible. And B, people can be friendly without being into you. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, text of the 602. I've dipped my pen in the company ink more than once. Ah, and ah. still friends with all of these people. Just don't take it past fun times. <laughs> yeah, but you both have to be on the same page with that. Like, one, like if he's not into her the way that she's into him, that's not going to work. Text of the 623. Don't do it from personal experience. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Text of the 513. I went out with my manager three years ago and we've been together ever since. I did end up having to leave my job, though, mm. since he was my boss. See, this person's being honest. Yeah. You know, you had to leave. It worked, so, but you had to leave. I, I think, it, you know, to kind of summarize a little bit would be to, um, if you, you just got to be okay with leaving your job. Yeah, one you of know? you at least. Yeah. I mean, you, it's not often you find your soulmate, right, Cheyenne? Yeah, that's very true. You know, so I mean, if you really think that this person is your forever, you think that this person is your soulmate. Then proceed with caution, I guess. Yeah, and just be okay with uh, transferring to a new location, you know? Could you imagine how badly it would suck if you not only you were working your dream job, but you also found your soulmate at that job, and then you had to leave? Like, what do you choose? That would be terrible. Back to the 602, relationships are always risky. I say go for it. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But, I mean, just have a backup plan for work. I mean, you, you got to pay bills, yeah. man. It, it's just part of life. Got to pay bills. So what would you rather have? Be happy in a relationship, not getting paid, you know, or working at a job where you're miserable or having a job, you know, being happy and then go find somebody, somebody somewhere else. I have anxiety over the situation. <laughs> it's not even mine. All right. Whoever texted that in, uh, let us know what you end up doing. We're kind of following this. Or we're invested now. Yeah, we are emotionally in this with you. Yeah. And everybody who did text in, we appreciate you so much. All right. Coming up next, we're in a new month. We're in the month of March. Got a list of things we can look forward to in the month of March. And that includes how you can win some Country Thunder tickets. All right. We're going to talk about it. Coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, if you can believe it, uh, we're in a new month. March 1st today, man. That is crazy. Uh, lots of stuff to look forward to, though, in the month of March. Uh, of course, we're giving away Country Thunder tickets all throughout the month of March with our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. We're going to be out of Equiva today. Uh, we'll be there from 5 to 6, giving away Country Thunder tickets every 15 minutes. So this is like the easiest way for you to get these tickets. If you still need them. Well, I think the easiest way is like pulling it up and putting your credit card information in. expensive. This is the easiest, most free way. (laughs) That requires money. Yeah, it does. It does. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you come out to Viquiva, get a player's card. It's free. Just show us the player's card. You'll be in to win uh, drawings every 15 minutes. Which, by the way, these tickets come with a uh, wristband to get onto the Gila VIP deck at Country Thunder. Which, that's that deck right next to our broadcast area there. So, all the artist interviews, stuff like that that we're doing on the broadcast deck. 
uh, you'll be kind of right up in there uh, with those artists. Not to mention you have like one of the best views in the house. You have your own bar separate from everybody else in the rest of the venue. Like it's a really cool experience. So a uh, nice little perk there to winning these tickets from us uh, today, uh, five to six at V Quiva out there off the two hundred two in Levine. Um, also looking forward to some stuff coming up uh, here in the month of March. Not that this affects us all that much, uh, but daylight savings time starts on March 12th. So everybody's going to be springing forward, which means Pacific time coming back to match our time or we're matching Pacific time or whatever, which is nice. You know, I think for those that have family uh, in Pacific time zone up there in Washington State, California, Oregon. Uh, my wife works for a company up there in Washington State. So she's always an hour ahead of them. So with them springing forward, they'll kind of match their hours and she won't have to work so late here and yeah. so early or whatever. It is nice. It yeah. is nice when you have stuff like that when we start to match up. But it could be the last time uh, for daylight uh, doing the cold clock switch thing for the rest of the country. The Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act last year to make daylight saving time permanent. But the House still needs to sign off on it, as does the president. So if that passes... And like, and the president signs off on it. Will they stay sprung forward, or will they stay falling back? I have a feeling it's falling back because I remember reading about it, and not liking the idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be in Pacific Time Zone, especially like during the NFL season. Uh-huh. Uh, kicks off at ten a.m. Like the beginning of the season's fine. Starts off at ten a.m., but then when everybody falls back, then it becomes an eleven a.m. kickoff. For us instead no, of 10 a.m. No, not 11. I, well, and then not Sunday, an no, hour. No, I know. But like <laughs> Sunday night football, Monday night football, I got early bedtime, Cheyenne. I know. So when we're on Pacific time zone, uh, then it's uh, 5, I think it's 5.15 kickoff rather than 6.15 when the uh, the time change happens. Yeah. But that's my own person, my own <laughs> selfish reasons. <laughs> it's a lot of football that gets missed. Uh, the Oscars are coming up on March 12th. It's been a full year now since the slap heard around the world with Will Smith getting up there slapping Chris Rock. So uh, I guess they have like extra security for the Oscars this year. Oh, my To gosh. make sure that doesn't happen. Here's an idea. How about adults just act like adults? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, March Madness is a couple of weeks away. Uh, Creed 3 opens on Friday. Scream 6 comes out March 10th. Uh, Super Mario Brothers doesn't come out until April. I'm a little bummed about that. Oh. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Yeah, that'll be uh, good. Season three of The Mandalorian starts today. Ooh. The Voice returns next Monday. Ted Lasso is back on the 15th. Uh, and then St. Patty's Day on the 17th. Oh, I love St. Patrick's Day. So much. And it's on a Friday night this year. I St. know. St. Patty's Day. It's going to be nuts. The only reason why I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Looking forward to a great month here. The uh, great month here in the month of March. we got the 720 I Love You Man coming up next. We've been swinging and this- Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we've got your shot to win some Country Thunder tickets tonight. Starting at 5 o'clock, we're going to be down at uh, V Quiva off the 202 in Levine. Give it away Country Thunder tickets every 15 minutes. Which means like every time you blink your eyes, oh look, it's time for another ticket giveaway. You, you blink your eyes once every 15 minutes? Yep. <laughs> Not blinking. Uh, yeah, it's a little creepy. <laughs> but what I, like the point is that the time goes yeah. by really quickly. The hour passes fast. You can play some slot machines while you're waiting, and then just listen for the ticket numbers. Um, and then if you win tickets, you're also going to get a wrist uh, a pair of wristbands. So you win a pair of tickets, you also get a pair of wristbands into the Gila VIP deck at Country Thunder. Uh, great views. Uh, you know, restrooms that aren't porta potties or at least public porta potties yeah like not um, open to the masses private bartender stuff like that so it'll be a good time five o'clock tonight at the quiva we will see you there then saturday put this on your calendar 
uh, this Saturday at uh, Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. Another concert. Rodney Atkins is going to be there. I was kind of pulling songs to be able to play some clips. You don't realize how many hits that this guy has. Oh, there's a ton. So this is his biggest one by far, I think. We got Good stuff. He's got this one. I'll see you when you get back. Then I'll be up all night. Still cleaning this gun. You got this one. Just when I thought it couldn't get no hotter. I caught a glimpse of the farmer's daughter. Oh, he's got more. You got this one? Rodney Atkins got a lot of hits. So and many. You can be there in the showroom at Gila River Resorts Casino's Wild Horse Pass this Saturday and be there for every one of those hits, plus some. He's got some new music that he's releasing, too. Uh, tickets on sale now. Play at Gila.com to get your Rodney Atkins tickets for this Saturday. Also, that full schedule for Country Thunder tickets, all that. Also, at play at Gila.com. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. One, two... Well, have you ever confronted a childhood bully, like out in the wild, you know, after the fact, you know, years down the road? Yeah. Have you ever confronted them? Uh, Michael B. Jordan, he recently did on the red carpet of his new movie, Creed 3. Uh, There was a red carpet, a bunch of reporters, you know, on Mm -hmm. either side of the red carpet. And yeah, he approached her and she started talking to him and then he called her out for being a bully. Ooh. And it kind of gets uh, kind of gets a little awkward because then she starts talking over him, and she's like, "Oh, misquoted, misquoted, misquoted." What? <laughs> All right, listen, listen to the audio. Michael B. Jordan confronting a childhood bully okay. of his. Here we go. You know, we know each other. We go way back, all the way to Chad Science in Newark. Okay, the corny kid, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say. I said we used to make fun of the name, but yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. Oh. Right there. My gosh. On the mic. Michael B. Jordan, obviously, uh, having a lot more success than that lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the other uh, moment. You know, and he thought he'd uh, throw it out there. Still obviously thinking about it all these years later as, as to being called the corny kid. Well, yeah. Like, how do you not? Like, that stuff sticks around for a long time. Like, I remember being bullied in middle school. I got carrots thrown at me in the cafeteria. Like, You're doing what? I had the same shoes as this other girl. That's why. And they're throwing carrots at they you? Threw, they were so mean to me because we had the same color of fat farms. Fat farms? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, they harassed me and bullied me so much because of this pair of shoes that my mom had to come to the school. It was bad. Have you ever uh, confronted them? You want to know, my form of confronting them is uh, just making my Facebook perfect. Are they following you? Yep, they are. Okay. And I did. I accepted their friend requests on purpose. Because it's my very passive-aggressive way of being like, how's your life? Here's mine. 
and I'm doing really great. I mean, that's up in uh, small town Washington State. I'm sure we can track down their phone numbers. Can we? Uh... No, I would really rather not. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay, because so honestly, to me, winning is just not saying anything. Taking the high road, yeah. obviously. But what happens if you go home and visit and you're walking down the, the middle of the Yakima Mall there? And uh, I don't know, maybe you're Christmas like you shopping. Empty I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> empty, yeah. But, but like, yeah, like, yeah. let's say your small town mall, uh-huh. you're walking down, you know, you got Annie Ann's on the right there, and Baskin Robbins over here, and then there they are right in front of you. And do you say anything or do you look the other way? I would probably walk right by like I had no idea who they were. Like I'd never seen them a day in my life. Because, like, why? What am I going to get out of it? Them knowing that it still bothers me? Would they get satisfaction out of knowing that it still bothers you? I don't know if they'd get satisfaction out of it, but I'm also not going to give what they did power. Well, you could give them the opportunity to apologize, though. If they really felt that bad, they could have apologized the last 15 years. So when they friended you on Facebook, they didn't message you and apologize? No. No. Not at all. And that's fine. Like, I'm not mad about it. I just remember it. Yeah. I remember it very distinctly. I mean, confrontation sucks. Confrontation sucks. Yeah. Right? It's, I mean, some people enjoy it, which I mean, I would assume that you would have been one that would be totally uh, all up in their face. Yes, I'm the corn or the other uh, corn kid. Yes, I'm the carrot kid. You guys were throwing baby carrots at me. You know, I like to pick my battles in my older age. Yeah. I do love confrontation. Like, I love I, I, I like arguing. I do. But I have learned to pick my battles. And that's just not a battle I'm going to fight because I don't really care. Yeah. Like you hated yourself enough to where you had to like make me feel worse about myself. Okay. How's that working out for you? I know. But I mean, just to mention it to them would, I think would help, you know, cause I mean, people grow help up, right? Though. People grow up just because they're a bully uh-huh. in school doesn't mean they're a bully later in life. You know, give them the opportunity to apologize to you and bring it up. Be like, hey, remember throwing carrots at me in elementary school? I'm right oh, here. I know. <laughs> like nothing is stopping them from doing that. But what I'm saying is if you see them in person, say something. And if they don't apologize, then they haven't grown up. They haven't moved. Damn. They haven't. Maybe they don't even remember it. I don't know. Maybe it was such a little thing. You know what? They probably don't because a lot of times bullies don't remember because they do it so much to other people. Did you ever have a bully? Uh, or are you the bully? No, I was never the bully. Were you? The I, bully? Was just kinda in that, I was just kind of in that. I was just kind of in that middle ground. <laughs> you know, I, I I wasn't bullied. I was I was never the bully. You know, I was kind of like um, I, I never really hung out with people at uh, at lunch. I was always the kid that would try to get in trouble so I can have lunch and lunch detention. Stop <laughs> it, you dude! It was so quiet in there. Didn't have to worry about. <laughs> Everybody had individual desks in lunch detention. Why does my, that not my sub sandwich me? from the kitchen was delivered to the classroom? I didn't have to go wait in line for my sub sandwich. <laughs> this is that is you to a T. I, I would do something to get me lunch detention, so I didn't have to sit in the lunchroom. Why didn't you just say, "Hey, can I eat lunch in here"? Why did you have to get detention? Could you just? Got yeah, in that's there? a great question. I don't know. <laughs> oh like tripping people in the hallway, just trying to get lunch detention. <laughs> so I sit at my own desk. Elbowing somebody in line. Like, and have my food delivered to me. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's the kind of kid I was, though. Shy oh, my gosh. Here's Jason Aldean. Love how you- Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, there's a gal named Karen Green Cheyenne. Okay. She uh, recently sold an iPhone for $63,000 at an auction. I'm sorry, what? What makes this iPhone that valuable? It was the original iPhone from 2007 still in its factory sealed box. 
What? The original iPhone, like back when they first released that thing. Like the tiny rounded ones? Yeah, it's got the rounded edges and stuff. The original iPhone. Wow. From 2007. Still in the box. Uh, 16 years ago. Uh, she had just got a new management job at PetSmart to celebrate. Her friends bought her this iPhone. Oh. She never ended up opening it. She already had a phone that she liked, and then she was on contract with Verizon at the time. And uh, at that time, when uh, when the iPhone first came out, it could only be used on AT&T. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, there was only one server, or one, uh, not server, one service that you'd be able to use it on. It was AT&T. Oh. So being that she couldn't even bring it over to Verizon, left it in the box, put it in the drawer somewhere. Wow. Uh, then she heard that the first generation iPhone sold for thousands on eBay. There was a, there was one, uh, an incident where the first generation iPhone sold for thousands. She had it appraised in 2019 for $5,000 and now she fi- finally decided to unload it. Uh, it sold at auction on Sunday for $63,356. I was expected to sell for 50 grand. <laughs> Her friends paid 600 bucks for it back in 2007. Who pays that much money for something like that? Like, what are you going to do with that? It's collectors. It's just like baseball cards. Like I, I told you, I have these baseball cards laying around, uh-huh. and I'm. They may have value. I got a bunch of coins. They may have value. Yeah, but like, you know, why but, would some person buy it just because they have the value? Why it's would to you, have it? Why it's to have it? I'm not a collector, so I truly don't yeah. understand this. I, I don't mean, get it. They're, rich people are more so the the people that are going to collect things. You know, be it That's cars, yeah, be it. Uh, worn like dresses from a movie like you go to the hard rock cafe they got all sorts of like movie merch right yeah there's some people that like to have that in their house just to be able to have it that's a weird concept to me and somebody wanted to have the original iphone in its sealed box fully sealed now the thing is like do you just leave it like that at that point you know, you probably would. You because, would have to. Because I, maybe these collectors do this so that they can resell it down the road for a higher value. You know, kind of see is it is an uh, investment opportunity. I mean, that makes sense, though. But you got to have, like, if you're going to pull something like this off, the iPhone from 2007, you got to have patience. You got to forget about it. Yeah, you have to, like, put it away completely out of sight, out of mind. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's pretty awesome. You know, I just got to wait 16 years and then I can, uh, you know, uh, make a massive amount of yeah. money. A, I don't have that patience. You know, <laughs> that's all that. Okay. That's ultimate. That, that was like letter D. I don't have that patience, but everything else is like, what could I buy today that'll have value 16 years down the road? What would it Ooh. be? Like, does anybody have the original Amazon Alexa that first came out? That original uh, device in its original box? That might be one that could have value down the road. That's a great question. I think like most technology, anything in like the first or second generations of it, like the Switch, for example, if you have the original Switch still in the package, that will be worth money one day. Probably the original Nintendo. Yeah. Right. When that first came out, the original Nintendo with the uh, the gun and Duck Hunt and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, in its original box unopened. You probably get a lot of money for that one. Oh, for sure. Especially, like, video games because the collector's realm in that is so big. I don't understand it. Yeah, but I mean, but like, you is. and I, we're not going to go to Target, buy an original, like, buy the Switch, like, when it first came out. And not use it. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> if I'm like, buying it, like five hundred bucks, something uh, like that, like three fifty. Three fifty. Yeah, you're gonna spend three fifty on a switch and just put it on a shelf for sixteen years. No, no. I don't have that kind of disposable income. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it would just stare at me. Like my power bill would show up, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sell this. I'm <laughs> definitely pay my bills." <laughs>
Uh, Camel Nation, are you hanging on to something in its original state? Like in its sealed box, brand new, are you hanging on to it in hopes of maybe selling it down the road? Or maybe you just hang on to it to have it as uh, that little keepsake, you know, to say that you have it. Well, may- I mean, maybe. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Uh, what are you hanging on to that is sealed, brand new, pristine condition that you plan to sell down the road? Or maybe you're just hanging on to it for the sake of uh, being a collector. Some people do that, you know, just to know that you have and you're pretty much the only one with this particular item. People do that with paintings. Mm-hmm. People do that with sports memorabilia. People do that with cars. And I, I, you know? I see the point. I see why people love it. I just don't get it. It's not for me. There was a gal who had a sealed, unopened, original iPhone from 2007, and she sold it at auction recently for $67,000. She uh, was gifted this iPhone back in 2007, put it in a drawer because uh, back in 2007 when the iPhone came out, it was only good on AT&T. You can only use it on the AT&T phone towers or whatever. She was on Verizon, already had a phone, so she just put it in a drawer, kind of forgot about it. You know, a couple years ago, she had a priced out. I think she, uh, some collector wanted it for $5,000. Then she realized that she could get a lot more for that at auction. And she got sixty, what, dollars $67,000 for it. That's amazing. I just don't like, I'm like you. I don't have the patience for that. I would just look at it and like, be, I, I could use money. Yeah, but I mean, out of sight, out of mind, right? You know, because yeah. I'm sitting here thinking like, what do I have that I was gifted that I kind of just... You know, I couldn't bring myself to donate or throw it away. So it's just sitting on a shelf somewhere. And I remember when I got, um, I don't know what I bought, but it came with like a a free Google uh, device. It's like an Alexa device, but Uh it's like a Google Dot or whatever, where you go, hey, Google. The same thing as Alexa. Yeah, Yeah, the Google Home. Yeah. Got one of those original sealed box, you know, from a few years ago. But in 16 years, is that gonna is that gonna be of high value? In its original sealed box? I think with how far technology comes every year, yeah, that probably would be but worth I money. I hate hanging on to stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, I whatever, get it. Whatever I clean the garage, I look at it. I'm like, do I need this? Just put it like in the bottom of one of your Christmas decoration boxes and just ignore it every year. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a it's a good idea. Yeah, uh, Camel Nation, what are you hanging on to that is sealed? Brand new, pristine condition that you plan to sell one day. Uh, text are coming in at 22108. Text to the 520 uh, from Jenna. She says, I have the original Elf doll from the show uh, uh, back in 1986. The original what? Elf. Oh, you don't know who Elf is? Uh-uh. It's that uh, alien uh, brown looking character, ALF. A-L-F. You never seen that show? Did oh, he, did he eat cats? I've never seen like, it. He ate cats, I think. He ate cats? I think that was his meal of choice is cats. I don't know. I mean, he's a puppet. He's a puppet. <laughs> you know, he'd always like say he's like craving cats. I don't know. I made me think of something else. I have no that idea. sounds yeah. not good. I uh, texted the 480. I was collecting a very specific and old Hot Wheel car, or I had multiple cars. Mm-hmm. They were high up on a shelf. I came home one day and my kids had gotten on a stool <gasps> and gotten them down and opened every single one of them. Oh, Some of them were no. worth $1,000 a piece. Now they're worth absolutely nothing. Oh. So you can't what murder you your kids. Do? Yeah. <laughs> You'd want like, to in that particular If you didn't explain but. it to them, like the importance of them staying in the box, I guess that's on you, but like, oh. Remember 40-year-old virgin? You, yes. Yeah, he had all those uh, collectibles. His action figures. His and action stuff. figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, is that you? <laughs>
Uh, text of the 480. I was hanging on to my uh, Nintendo DS. Uh, no, I am hanging on to my Nintendo DS. I've had it for 10 years, hoping it sells. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Text of the 623. Uh, the 50th anniversary edition of Playboy magazine still sealed in its original package. <laughs> wow. That okay. First yeah, of all, fiftieth anniversary. <laughs> How many years ago was that? How many years ago was the fiftieth anniversary? I don't know. I've never bought a Playboy in my life. I don't even think I've picked one up. Me neither. Huh? Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Text of the nine two eight issue number one uh, comic book grade ten. How do you like them apples? I'm pretty sure that's a really good thing. I think grade ten is issue like- number one comic book grade ten. So it's. The very first comic book in pristine condition? Yeah, it's got to be. That's cool, actually. See, I think that collectibles are cool. I think if you have something that is old and in pristine condition, it's super cool. It is. I just can't do it. It's the patience, right? And hanging on to it. Yeah. And, and pony up the money right off the bat. And, and seeing it as an investment and not touching and it. And not touching right? it. I, I, don't, I have patience, but I also don't. Yeah. It depends on the day. <laughs> uh, what are you hanging on to, Camel Nation, that uh, hopefully you're you're hoping to sell one day? Is it in pristine condition? Sealed condition? Probably is. But uh, what are you hanging on to? You can text us at 22. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. What are you hanging on to uh, that is sealed and brand new, pristine condition that you plan to sell one day? Or do you even plan to sell it one day? Uh, text for Kevin into 22108. Uh, we were talking about the story of a gal who uh, recently sold at auction the original iPhone from 2007. It was an unopened box, original, uh, that original iPhone in an unopened sealed box. But somebody did point out on text, somebody said, how do they know that it wasn't open and somebody put a rock in there and then resealed it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's a great point. That could go for a lot of these things, right? If it didn't have that clear plastic to where you can see the item inside the box, like a Barbie box or something. How do you know that that item is still in that box? I think you just have to take people's word for it. And I know that that's sometimes not a lot. Like that doesn't have a lot of weight to it sometimes. But if I were to buy, if I were to be a collector, because I mean, it would be pretty cool to have the original iPhone from 2007. This is the item that Steve Jobs up there on that stage unveiled to everybody, unleashed this brand new smartphone on the world that started a whole new, you know, sort of chain of events, you know? I mean, TikTok wouldn't be around if it wasn't for the iPhone, right? I mean, there's so many things that would not be in the palm of our hand if it wasn't for this original iPhone, right? Yeah, it would be cool. if you're a collector, I'm sure it's something that you'd want to have. But if you fork over $65,000 for it, wouldn't you want to know that the thing is in the box? Yeah, like how do you how do you get proof? There's no other way to get proof other than a putting it through an X-ray machine or b. That's, yeah, there you go. Like That'd that would be, be the only thing you could do. If you got sixty five thousand dollars for an iPhone. You can pay sixty five. You can pay a little bit of money. Uh, just <laughs> you can pay an X-ray tech to yeah. do it off hours. <laughs> go uh, go up to Sky Harbor, give it a TSA. Like, hey, can you run this thing through there? You make sure there's a phone in here. Take it with you through pre-check. Just happen to have it on you. <laughs> Yeah, just to make sure that yeah. there's uh, something in there. <laughs> hey, can I see that screen? <laughs> uh, but what are you hanging on to that is uh, in pristine condition that you plan to sell one day? Text of the 928, a vintage tequila. Ooh, what year is it? I don't know. I, I feel like, though, there would be one day, like if I, if I, if I was hanging on to a tequila or hanging mm-hmm. on to some sort of booze, yeah, right, and then... You end up drinking, you run out of booze, you're having a night. 
Yeah, Tyler anywhere. went on. You're like, yeah. oh, I need to, let's <laughs> yeah. open this. Yeah, you're looking up at the shelf. And I mean, you don't make the best decisions when you're highly intoxicated, yes. right? But you see that vintage tequila up there on the shelf. This is something you would do. One hundred percent. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, when I'm drinking at the casino, it always seems like a great idea to pull out more money. <laughs> you guys are gonna make it all back, right? Yeah. So in your drunken state, you'd be like, "I'm, I'm just gonna drink it. I'll find another bottle." <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you're like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you hanging on to? Text of the 480. My dad collects Monopoly games and will not open them to play in hopes that they are worth something uh, someday. Oh, I could see that. That makes sense. Especially if it's like a limited edition, like the Scottsdale version yeah. or something. Yeah. Text of the 602. I have an Aubrey Hepburn Barbie doll from Breakfast at Tiffany's from 1993. Oh, wow. Text of the 602. My daughter has a sealed iPod, first generation, 120 gigs that her dad gave her. That's cool. Hang on to that. Yeah. I mean, if there was 65000 for the original iPhone, if this is the original iPod, the first generation. Yeah, especially if iPods like forever become obsolete. Like that yeah. would be worth a lot of money. Text of the 435. I have a collection of Beanie Babies that I started collecting back in 1996. I have over a thousand of them with all the tags still attached. We'll sell for the right price. Over a thousand? That's so many. <laughs> Where do you put them? <sighs> Text the 480. I have the original Sega in original packaging never played. Sega. Or is it Sega? No, that oh. was Sonic. Okay. <laughs> uh, text the 480. My sister has a Barbie doll unopened to sell one day. That's cool. Text the 480. My wife has an original Game Boy. Well, See, that's one what? I hang on to, too. That is so yeah. cool. That's cool. See, I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. I'm just not a collector. I can't. It would drive me crazy. Um, the original Game Boy, remember you had to have a, like, it didn't have the backlighting. You'd have a, like, a reading light to no, play. I don't know. You that. never played the Game Boy? I've never played a Game Boy. What's wrong with you? I was poor. Maybe I'll, uh, we, we gotta get this Game Boy. We gotta play this thing. <laughs> okay, you can yeah. buy it from her then. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 